Take the Ron Show wherever you go. Download the America One Radio app to your smartphone and listen on the go. Or in traffic wishing you were on the go. The Ron Show on America One Radio. Welcome back. We're on with Reverend James Major Woodall, who is the Public Policy Associate of the Southern Center for Human Rights. He also is the founder and CEO of the Major Wish Group and former state president of the Georgia NAACP. Uh, Reverend Woodall serves as the associate minister at Pleasant Grove Baptist Church in Marietta as well. We're talking ahead of the release of the Memphis Police Department video showing what went down when five officers pulled over and later arrested Tyree Nichols. Nichols died a few days later in police custody, and there's anticipation that when that video comes out, there's going to be a lot of anger and frustration from the African-American community. So we wanted to talk to him about that. When we see something like this happen, uh, whether it's, you know, a youth or, or, or gang activity, uh, the reaction from the general public is, oh my gosh, that's horrific. Uh, jackals, thugs, yada, yada, yada. But to me, I don't, I don't, and I think you're giving us hints of what we're going to see in this video from, from what you've heard from your sources, but we don't always get the same reaction from the same broad spectrum of the public when we see that sort of violence from folks in uniform with badges on them? Because we don't, one, we don't view the people who are not in badges as, as, as worthy of the kind of dignity and honor that we ascertain to law enforcement. Mm. We've made law enforcement into idols, people to be worshipped. Yeah. Gods, almost. Yeah. And so even in my book, I talk about how, 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 how faith and evolution challenge the, uh, the idolatry. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the quote-unquote thugs, the gang members, the, 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 the poor, the blacks, all these otherizing terms that we as, uh, ascribe to people who are not in uniform, people who are not worth of honor and dignity, mm-hmm. people who are not of the elite upper echelon of, 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 of society, they're violent, they're barbaric. And so we expect them to act that way. And so all we do to them is just lock them up and throw away the key and forget that they ever existed. But how dare you as a police officer, those people who've been given the honor of the badge, of the honor of being able to serve and protect our property first. Mm -hmm. We don't expect you to act like this. Mm -hmm. And so some of the outrage, particularly in this case, is because as black people, We've given you almost a pass because now that you are not just black, but you are a police officer, you of all people should know the value of what it is that you hold in your hand and on your chest and on your waist. Right. That is a that, that is a confounding principle that we, again, have failed to mention in this moment because the violence Reverend Woodall, my last question to you will be this. Uh, it seems like societally we have, for a long time, before we were even alive, we've, we've had uh, a system that wanted to treat symptoms of crime and violence instead of the disease itself, which, if you, if you ask me, the disease always stems down to, again, human nature's innate predilection for violence, and in this country, the original sin, which is racism. Will we ever live to see the treatment of the disease instead of the symptom? I, 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 sure, I surely hope so, but I'm not optimistic. I'm not optimistic because we continue to see a placation of, of people who are in positions 
that would be able to begin the process. Mm. That instead of dealing with that disease, we continue to treat or at least acknowledge its symptoms in symbolic ways that do not affirm the very humanity of all people. Yeah. And so rather than us dealing with that original sin, we continue to see games being played in front of our eyes for the sake of elections. And then when that election is over, people disappear. Yeah. I share your pessimism. Uh, I, I certainly hope that, uh, you, you know, whatever reaction we have as a nation here locally uh, to what we wind up seeing from the Memphis Police Department uh, release a video leads to something constructive and substantive. But again, I'm, I'm pessimistic. And I, I think this is just my opinion. I think I think Governor Kemp's uh, pre-reaction uh, and his choosing to go the National Guard route versus substantive dialogue when it comes to Cop City leads to that pessimism. Anyway, uh, Reverend Woodall, author of the book, Wired for Racism, How Evolution and Faith Challenge Idolatry, and of course, the Associate Minister at Pleasant Grove Baptist Church in Marietta. I want to thank you for your time. Most definitely. Well, I appreciate you for this time and, and opportunity to share. And I look forward to uh, working with you in the, in the future. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. All right. When we come back, Freshman Representative Ruo Roman representing District 97 in the Georgia House of Representatives of our General Assembly. She's on to give us her reaction to Governor Kemp's State of the State address. And we'll get some insights into what it's like being a freshman representative in the General Assembly. Very exciting stuff. That's after the break. More Ron Show on America One Radio next. Oh, hey, you're still here. Hey, that's cool. Thanks for sticking around. Not only am I host of The Ron Show, I'm also Ron Roberts, real estate agent slash realtor with EXP Realty. That's right. I help folks buy and sell residential real estate in and around Metro Atlanta. And we've been through a crazy couple of years, have we not? Between COVID, the post-COVID market, the craziness, you could throw an open house on a souped up tool shed and you would have cars lined around the block to come in and see it and throw an offer well over asking price. Well, those days are no longer a part of us and interest rates are a little higher than they were before. But I must say, it's still a great time to either buy or sell or both real estate, residential real estate in Metro Atlanta. Why buy? I tell tenuous buyers all the time, if you are renting right now, you are paying someone else's retirement accounts your money, and it might as well go to you. The cost of housing in Atlanta is not going to get cheaper. The population is going to continue to grow well into the 2040s, with nearly a million and a half new residents expected to come here. So you better get a house sooner rather than later. And if you can afford to buy an investment property, now if you already own your home, why not buy one nearby you as well and create some additional income that could be your retirement savings and you get to choose one of your new neighbors. Now, if you're thinking about selling, but you're thinking, oh man, I really missed out on that huge market in the past summer or two. Okay, yeah, sure. But the values aren't dropping, so you still got plenty you've earned just by owning what you're in and need to sell soon. Got questions? Feel free to hit me up. 843-283-0078 or email me ron at rononthereal.com. Georgia MLS 396-720. Website rononthereal.com. That's me, Ron Roberts with EXP Realty. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. 
Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council.